0: I want to share with you something on the Indian of Saita. I find it very interesting. It's one of the first things I ever wrote down. But I don't think I ever said it publicly. Um, and this is, uh, let's let's understand what the soita is. So the halach is a woman is warned she can't seclude with a man. Who warns her? Her husband. And she secludes and she's suspected of adultery, and she goes through the whole procedure as described in Masech Soita. So if she admits her guilt, look in Masech Soita, Parak Aleph, Mishnah, hey. She loses her ksuba, she goes out with the get, and she's not chayev Misa, because we don't have Edim. But what if she does not admit her guilt? We make her drink the Mayim HaMa'orim, and if she's guilty, look in Soita, Perek Gimel, Mishnah Dalid, that she hardly finishes drinking before her face becomes sallow, her eyes bulge, her veins protrude, and which, according to Abshimin and in Paragim Mishnahei means I don't care she could be the head of you know whatever tzedakah organization she wants. No zechus is gonna help her out. No zechus is gonna help her. It's fine. By the way, the to tachamim, a zuchus, could be toilet for three years. That's in Paragimel Mishnah Now, why would a woman not admit her guilt? If she admits her guilt, she, uh, she won't die. If, she, if we catch her and she drinks the soita waters, she's going to die. So why wouldn't she admit her guilt? The answer is it's embarrassing to publicly declare that she committed adultery. But the Torah does not want her to drink the Saita waters, because to drink the Saita waters, to prepare them, you got to erase the name of Hashem. So therefore the Chachamim used various means to try to get her to admit. So in Perek Aleph Mishnah Dalet, the Mishnah says, mm-hmm. They brought her up to the Saito G-d Yishraim, and they would frighten her, And they would frighten her, the way they would frighten Edei Nefashas. By the way, this is in front of seventy-one Dayanim. Basically, the Dayanim would like scare the living daylights out of her. They would like pop balloons and like you know really scare her to admit. They would talk about great men who admitted their guilt. Yehuda admitted his guilt, and the Mishnah says Parakav hey They would grab her clothing, and if it would rip, it would rip. If it would tear, it would tear. Uh, even if she was uncovered, they would undo her hair, they would dress her in black, they would disgrace her publicly, and everyone, the women were invited to come watch her disgrace. And by the way, even though Rabbi Yehuda argues and says that if she was beautiful, we would not do this, however, the Miri says, we that because this is being done, to be manavil her, to disgrace her, it would not induce any kind of improper thoughts. Now, so this woman is basically being publicly humiliated and fried in front of 71 Dayanim, and she's still not admitting. She obviously has tremendous uh, stamina, strength of character. Nothing's going to get her to admit. Yet in Perak Bey's Mishnah Aleph, we find that we put a carbon on her hands to tire her out. And after holding this carbon and being tired, that's going to make her admit. Now let's think about it. She's able to stand up to being frightened by 71 chachamim. She's able to stand up to being humiliated and having her clothing ripped, her hair unbraided, public, put on public display. She's not afraid of drinking the waters that's going to cause her eyes to bulge out and her veins to protrude. I mean, this woman's made out of steel. She knows every, every, every woman who ever drank this water popped and exploded. So nothing phases her. Ah, oh, but how is she going to be got to admit? She's going to be tired out by carrying the carbon. From here we learn a very important lesson in the human psyche. That tiredness wears down even the strongest of character. And when a person is tired they're vulnerable and they cannot be as adamant as before. And by the way, we see this further from the Gemara that after Besden frightens her, they bring her from the Harabayis down and then back up again to tie her out. And to tie her out. What think she's going to admit now? There's nothing Besden could have done. Besden tried to scare the living daylights out of her and it wouldn't get her to admit now making her walk an extra half a mile, that's going to get her to admit? Yes. We see that human weariness really wears a person down. By the way, we find a similar idea regarding hunger. In Maseches Ba Matzi Adav Kovzayin we find Taner Yud Gimel Dvarim Nemru Shachris. There are 13 things were said regarding bread in the morning. One of them is, if you ha- uh, you'll win a court case. Rashi explains that if you have a court case with your friend, you'll have a settled mind to arrange your case properly. If you eat breakfast, you'll win your court case. Wait a second. There's a million dollars on the line. Even if you don't eat breakfast, won't you give it your best to arrange your case in the most, in the best way, in the most... Uh, effective way. I mean, there's a lot of money on the stake over here. Why only if you eat breakfast? So we see from here that if a person is hungry, they're they're handicapped. They're not able to muster all the strength as much as they want to win. They will be limited. Furthermore, the Gemara says <inaudible> that you won't it will remove jealousy and you'll have a better disposition to people. Which means, here's a person, normally the person is not angry and he's not jealous. Yeah, but if he's hungry, it's going to bring him to jealousy and anger. So a person has to be self-aware that when a person is tired, hungry, they're handicapped. They're not fully equipped to deal with the Yetzirah. Another interesting thing is, in the Mishnah, Mishnah it says, when the Koyin rips the clothing and umbraids her hair, she cannot have an Eved or a shivcha with her when her clothing and hair are undone. Rashi explains, the reason is, because we're trying to humiliate her, and we're trying to make her feel uncomfortable. When you see your household members, Your mind will be strengthened. You won't be afraid. And you won't admit. And we want you to admit. are afraid if you see your cleaning lady. If the woman sees her cleaning lady. If she sees her gardener. She's going to feel security. And even though... This woman is strong of steel. The only thing is we wore her down and she's ready to admit, ah, but if she sees a familiar face, it gives her security, gives her comfort. From here we learn a very important lesson that when you visit someone who's down, we're going through a trying time. Even if you don't say a word to them, you give them security, you give them comfort just being there. There's nothing the Eved is saying or doing to the woman. He's just present. Being present with somebody is very big, looms very large, and is very effective. Okay, Rabbi Say, next offering...